welcome to Jack of All Things Disney, a podcast created to satisfy your Disney craving. I'm your host, Jill Sutton, and thank you so much for joining today. We are continuing our Disney Cruise series, and today I have on a guest who's had a few cruise experiences as well as has one booked for next year for her son's birthday. Her name is Kira, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the details of Disney cruising, some of the differences between Disney Cruise Line versus other cruises. We're talking a little bit more about restaurants, pirates, pirate night, castaway key. Um, I am closing in on our cruise date. You can see in the background here, I have got my daughter's Rapunzel costume that I'm about to go steam and get ready for our trip. And I just can't wait. So if you have any questions at all about Disney Cruise Line, I'd love for you to just comment on this video on YouTube or hop on over to Instagram at Jack of All Things Disney Podcast. Send me a message. I would love to do some research and find some answers for you if I don't know them myself. I'm kind of building this network of people who know a lot more about Disney than I do. And that is the whole point of this podcast. Jack of All Things Disney Podcast. Together, we know a lot about Disney, right? Uh, so definitely stay tuned to the end of this episode because Kira has a special offer just for Jack of All Things Disney podcast listeners. You don't want to miss it. Hello, Kira. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Jill. Yes. Excited I would love to be to. here. I know. It's just kind of fun, huh? <laughs> Who doesn't love just chatting about Disney? Exactly. <laughs> Take every opportunity that, that you're given it's to so chat true. with me. It's so true. <laughs> I would love for you to maybe introduce yourself, tell us maybe who you are, where you're from, maybe what you're doing and your tie to Disney. Absolutely. So my name's Kira. I am a travel agent who specializes in Disney destinations as well as other places, um, but my heart is Disney. I am from Massachusetts, so I didn't grow up going to Disney. I didn't go until I was in my mid-20s um, when I moved to Florida. So I became an annual pass holder and dove right in. Um, I was on Instagram when it first started. So I met friends through hashtags and the old way that we used to do things on Instagram um, before it was a big everything else besides mm. pictures. Um, so I was going to the parks a lot and this kind, this opportunity to tie in work with Disney. Um, came about by one of my other friends that I had met that way a few years ago and I took the opportunity and ran with it so um, I love going to the parks now with my son so that's a huge difference from being a Disney adult but it's so fun to see him learn all the things and now that he's four like he's like actually remembering things from previous trips and it's just fun to see him choose his favorites and choose the things that he loves. Yes. My kids straddle your yours in age. And I love that now they like have things they're looking forward to, like things they remember right. that maybe they didn't get to do, or maybe they did and they want to do again. And it's just like, that's just so fun to see like in their <laughs> eyes, like how this, this world of Disney, you know, exactly. All right. So one of the things I want to do is do some rapid fire questions. It's just going to be some of your Disney faves and this will help just people okay. get to know you and your, uh, your Disney style. So Absolutely. I'm going to assume it's Disney world over Disneyland. Nope. Oh, okay. You love Disneyland. Okay. Yeah. I'm buying the picture. Disneyland. Okay. I am a, I am very much into the history of Disney. So being where Walt walked, 
mm. is much more magical to me than Disney World. Not saying I don't love Disney World because we're annual pass holders. We go there all the time. But yeah, Disneyland holds a huge spot in my heart. Would you say you go to each park equally or mostly Disney World? I go to Disney World more, but mm -hmm. it's usually but you... annually that we go to Disneyland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. Okay. All right. So out of the two parks at Disneyland, California Adventure or Disneyland? Classic Disneyland. Yeah. Not that I don't love California Adventure, but. Yeah. Well, since you're kind of in both, uh, both parks quite frequently, then what would you choose out of Disney World, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, or Magic Kingdom? Epcot. Epcot's my top. Yeah. <laughs> Magic Kingdom. I love Magic Kingdom for the nostalgia aspect mm -hmm. and the, um, like going with my son and stuff like that, like the younger crowd. But if it's just me, I'm at Epcot. <laughs> yes. Um, are you a rope dropper? This is a hard one. Um, yes and no. I have park strategies. So um, when we're on a family trip, I'm usually rope dropping or close to it. We get in, we do our few things, and then we take a break in the afternoon. So it's just a matter of, you know, who am I with? How much time do we have? How long am I here for? <laughs> like that I take into account all of that, but I'm definitely a break in the middle of the day, not a you know, sun up to sundown type person. I'm taking that rest in between. I think it is really important to kind of know who you're with. My last Disney trip, I still had like pedal to the metal and drained <laughs> all of us because I was still in that, like, you know, we've taken them when they're infants and you just kind of pop them in the stroller or the carrier and you go all day and it doesn't matter because they can sleep and here and there. <laughs> This time I was like, okay, I, I tried to do too much. Like that was too much. Yep. <laughs> so then you get to the point, somebody's hangry, somebody's tired. Like it's just, it's too hot. Like something's going to happen. Yeah. One of the things with my family that I've learned really fast is you have to have food available. Like for all parties, everybody in the party, like there has to be, <laughs> you know, if anyone gets hungry, it's over. <laughs> yes, Exactly. So with that break in the middle, do you guys do park close? Yes. So usually we'll like hang out, like leave the parks at like 12, one, you know, after lunchtime or before lunchtime and then grab something from, you know, a resort or something like that. But we'll usually take that break, do some swimming, rest in the room, and then go back out later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm um let's see favorite thrill ride favorite thrill is definitely guardians mm -hmm, currently mm -hmm. that has become like my favorite thrill ride in disney you know just it's so good <laughs> it's so good there's so many elements to it yes all right favorite kitty ride it's a small world I like the Mary Blair flair, definitely classic, chill, float on through. 
I love that one too, especially I feel like at Disney World when it gets so hot, just being able to escape and get inside to some air conditioning yes. is dark. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Favorite character to meet? Favorite character to meet is probably Mickey, just because he's classic and you can never go wrong with a meet with Mickey. It's fun um, to do without my kid and it's fun to do with my kid. So, I mean, seeing him throughout the years, like how he reacts to meeting characters mm -hmm. is a lot of fun. And oh, Mickey's yeah. just, Mickey's always there. Like it's yeah. never a, oh, Mickey might be here. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the so, rotating out character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Favorite princess to meet. Yep. My favorite princess to me is probably Tiana because you can talk to her about real life things. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, I feel like she's, she's the relatable one. Oh yeah. When it comes to hard work. So mm -hmm, I like meeting mm -hmm. her. Very cool. Now she mostly at Princess Fairytale Hall at Disney World. Yes. Okay. I don't know if she was anywhere else, but we did meet her there. Yeah, I don't think she's, I don't think she's at Acre Shoes now mm. that that's reopened. Mm -mm. Disneyland, you can meet her in New Orleans Square, just out. Um, but I don't think, I don't think there's another spot for her at Disney World. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, maybe um, on the bayou. Yeah, soon, soon, I'm sure. <laughs> um, favorite place to stay? My favorite place to stay is, so this one's a tie between the Polynesian and Boardwalk. Mm. I like Boardwalk for the closeness of Epcot because I'm definitely, if I am there, Epcot's usually my choice at least once a day. Like I'll go there most frequently. But also I love the Poly just for the atmosphere when I lived locally. I was always at the Polynesian, mm. like, and I'm, I'm a little salty about the changes, but <laughs> I still love it. I still love the atmosphere. I still love being there. The food, the quick service, Trader Sam's, all the things just go together. So great. Let's roll into food. What would be your favorite snack in the parks? Favorite snacks are Dole Whips. Um, the cinnamon bun at Gaston's. Um, and usually I try to just do seasonal stuff when I'm like at Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, Epcot, I'm, it's usually something for a festival. Um, popcorn is always a good one just because that's easy and you have your popcorn bucket, get it refilled mm -hmm. and you're good to go. Um, but those are probably, those are probably my top top snacks favorite um maybe like either table service or quick service just place to eat my favorite quick service is captain cooks at the polynesian um their pork nachos are to die for i get them every time um table service in disney world i'd probably say topolino's breakfast yeah is pretty solid 
I mean, every time I've been, there's never been a bad meal aspect of it. So I do enjoy it. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we did that one during the pandemic. So it was a little bit different, but it was still, yep. the food is so good. Yeah. Um, a favorite merch or like souvenir that you have to get. Usually mugs mm-hmm. are like my top, <laughs> my top must have merchandise. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I collect. I collect little trinkets here and there, like um, Trader Sam's on, on Disneyland side usually has special um, drinkware. So I usually get that when I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like this last time I got a Tiki Room bird. Um, and then before that, I think the last time I was there, it was a um, like a Jungle Cruise Tiki Skipper for Christmas and just like little things like that, little things mm-hmm. that you can't get everywhere. What would be one thing that you have to do every time you go? If I'm with my son, it's ride Dumbo because that's our ride together. Mm-hmm. Um, that was his first ride when we took our first trip to Disneyland. And now every park that has it and we're in, we're always riding Dumbo. Um, if it's just me, I have to ride the people mover. I love that one too. That's my, (laughs) that's my, okay. This is the one thing I'm doing today. Everything else falls apart. This is, this is it. Awesome. So let's switch gears and get into Disney cruising. Yeah. Tell me about like, maybe you're like, how many cruises have you been on? Have you been on a few or have you toured ships? So I have been on two Disney cruises. Um, Disney was actually the first cruise line that I went on. I have also been on Royal Caribbean and Carnival as well. So I do have some comparison to other lines. Um, My first ship ever was the Disney Wonder, smaller. um, And honestly, I like the small Mm. over the big. Um, We did the Fantasy last year, 2021 not 22. I'm trying to think. Maybe it was 22 in the spring. I don't know. Everything all blurs together from pandemic time. It does. (laughs) Um, But that was, it was awesome and amazing. Um, But I do prefer the smaller ships. Hmm. We do, we did just book the Disney dream for next spring um, for my son's fifth birthday. So we're going to be on it for his birthday. So that's exciting. And we're going to do the Marvel Day at Sea. Um, as for tours, I did tour the Wonder because aboard the ships, they have a like behind the scenes type tour that's included. You don't have to pay any extra. Um, and they go through and they tell you all the details that are taken into account when they build the ships. So it's really cool to like, learn that there's actually a backstory on the ships and I think that's what makes me love cruising with Disney because of course there's a story behind everything so having that definitely turns like makes you makes me personally because I love Disney um history and stuff like that and the details in it all it makes me fall more in love and I think that's my tie to Mm. Disney Cruise Line and why I'm like, 
I don't care about the price. I don't care about everything else that goes into it, but that's, that's where they hooked me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't realize that it was, um, included with your cost of, I guess, yeah. on the, on the boat. So, I mean, it you depends on if of... they offer it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, I think I've seen that because we're going on the magic and I do think I have seen that there's something like that, but it's not something that you can register for in advance. I think it's something that right. you have to book on the ship. Yeah. You check in with like guest services and then you sign up. Um, but last I knew, which I mean, things can change pretty rapidly, but last I checked, there is no fee for it. Let's talk about some of the differences between maybe like a Disney cruise versus some of the other cruise lines, because I know one of the big things that people complain about is the price. Disney cruises are just so much more expensive, but I think there's like, you're paying for like the Disney experience. And there's a lot of things that are on board that you're going to get that you wouldn't get on like a carnival or a Royal Caribbean. So with Disney, well, it is a price tag up front that you see. Once you start breaking down, like if you're looking at a Royal Caribbean price and you're seeing that advertised price of $249 per person, you know, once you really start looking at what rooms it is, looking at um, adding on a soda package or a drink package or um, all the little things that you add on, fees for, you know, port fees, taxes, all that. When you see Disney price tag, all that stuff is already in there. You're getting the free soda. You're getting all your food included besides like a few fine dining things, um, which those other cruise lines have lots more options for the fine dining aspect and that type of stuff to add on. Um, But also with Disney, if you don't want to be in the theme parks, this is your your alternative, having the activities to do, having your resort, because it's like staying at a Disney resort, just in a smaller ratio, um, because the rooms are gorgeous. Even the smaller rooms, they're kept up well. They're always clean. Um, in addition to that, you have characters, which you're not gonna get on any other cruise line. and it's not going to be the wait times that you wait when you're at the parks. So it's kind of a shortcut to that. So you're not paying for fast passes. So there's a plus. Um, As for attractions, you have the pools, the kids clubs, all included in your stuff. Um, The water slides, things like that. Um, A friend of mine actually left for Alaska yesterday and she said she's barely seen her daughter at all since they've gotten on the ship and she's four and she's she'd rather be doing the stuff in the kids club Mm -hmm. even with the opportunity to meet characters so there's just so much for the kids to do and I think I mean I think there's a limit to the age range on Disney Um, I do think kids max out an age depending on their love for Disney Um, and then they kind of get in that too cool stage where they don't want to be on Disney, but then as adults, they kind of want to come back to it just because of the way they're treated. Um, I think that the kids are treated as equals on Disney too. 
like just from seeing, not that I traveled Royal Caribbean or Carnival with kids, but I just see the way they're treated versus um, other cruise lines. And I just think Disney has that magic touch. They're high on the service level. They're high on quality and delivering. And I think it just adds to that magical story behind it all. Yeah, I think what kind of eased my mind with booking a Disney cruise was knowing that like kids are their focus. Like the kids clubs I've heard are just like top notch, like so entertaining, like there's stuff to do all the time and that kids don't want to leave. And I'm kind of like, okay, I'm hoping they want to spend some time with us too, but I'm also (laughs) really looking forward to the the fact that Josh and I get to have some alone time, you know, while on the boat. So that's going to be well worth it. Exactly. For me, I mean, I'm a single parent. So usually it's just me and my son when we go on cruises. Um, And for him, it's his getaway and my getaway, but then we have our time together and he loves going to the kids club. They have activities all day long. Um, And even if you don't want to get off at the port, there's still tons of stuff to do on the ship. There's still activities going on throughout the day. It's not like the ship is just completely shut down like other cruise lines. So it just, I feel like it's your alternative to take if if um, theme parks aren't your thing or if, you know, you don't want to be go, go, go the entire time, you can still have that Disney magic and all the aspects that go with that aboard a cruise ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's something I'm really looking forward to. (laughs) Now, one thing that I wanted to mention that I've heard from other people that also are kind of like, maybe not Disney people, and then they do a Disney cruise is just the difference between the Disney mindset is once it's released, you sign up for it, like no waiting, everyone's waiting at midnight to sign in, you know, for whatever things they are you know, whatever's being released that day at midnight, you know? So can we kind of talk through maybe some of those things for someone who's never done a Disney cruise? Cause that's something that was new to me. I mean, I've done Disney world and I know like, okay, I need to, you know, be on it at 60 days out or 30 days out or whatever it is for dining or whatever, but let's talk about the different options maybe on cruising. So there is the online check-in at 30 days before. However, you don't have to be on to do the check-in unless um, there is a reason. So if you're not using a sort of Disney transportation, so if you're not, if you haven't signed up to use transportation either from the airport to port or from another hotel to port, um, like doing a pre-stay or something like that, then I do suggest you're on at midnight doing your check-in, getting all that. The other thing to do it for is Bibbidi Boppity Boutique, because that's popular, of course, which you can still get times when you're on board, once everything settles and stuff. Um, and then the Royal Tea Gathering, which is also another princess tea thing. Um, so those are like the big things to like be on at midnight. I have to get this done. Usually I always, tell my cruisers try to either stay beforehand so that we are not flying in the stress of it all you know or add on Disney transportation from the airport you don't have to worry about a check-in time and everything once you're at Mm. port it eliminates that stress factor so any way I can make your 
life easier that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna mention to you that's good to know yeah i um i did not think about bibbidi Bobbidi boutique when everything went live for me to book excursions and what's so funny is it just like totally skipped my brain. Like, I don't know where it went. It was just not there. And I have two daughters. So I should have known like they were going to want to do this experience. <laughs> so it was like days later that I finally like got on and there was nothing for like two appointments near each other. And I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. So I think one thing to keep in mind is, especially if you have multiple kids, you definitely want to do it at that midnight time so that you can yeah get them either. I don't even know if they have some at the same time right now, the ones that we have ended up being like 15 to 20 minutes apart from each other. Oh, that's not bad. I'm fine with. Yeah. So I'm sure if we all go in there together and if it opens up, then we'll just pop them in there. But, um, the, um, so getting that was hard and I didn't, it wasn't there at first. And I just, every day would kind of just refresh it and look every day and every day I'd check it and something popped up to where it was like their evening ones, which I've got young kids. So it's like a seven o'clock one and a seven fifteen or something like that. But I, I grabbed them. Cause I was like, I need something. Like I have to have something. So I do exactly think getting on the ship and like, like you said, as the dust settles and people kind of shift things around finally, um, there might be some availability early on or whatever, but definitely if that's something that you want, get that first, because it's hard <laughs> to find that later. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the other one that just went uh, the same as like the 30 day out. Cause so first time cruisers, I know like I'm, I'm a 30 day out for, um, checking in or whatever, signing yep. up to port arrival time. But the other thing that came out was um, like the princess meet and greet. And I'm trying to remember what it's called. The royal, royal tea gathering. It might but... be something like that. It's not a paid thing. It's, uh, but it might be. No, no, it's just a ticket. Mm -hmm, it's just, it's a just ticket. like a time slot or ticket time slot mm -hmm. type thing. Not an additional cost. Yeah. So I ended up booking that at midnight before I yep. even did my check-in because I was like, if I don't get that then I know I'm in trouble. And I guess, there, I mean, there's just not as many spots for that as there are cruisers. So it's definitely right. important to get that one at that 30 day because, and I guess to think about, especially if you're a first time cruiser, like 30 days out is the soonest you can book those things, but people in concierge and people that have done multiple Disney cruises get to book sooner. And so there's already right. some that are taken up by the time you get around to it. What is nice about Disney too is we, you know, bringing up Disney things is become your silver once you've cruised once. So you're not, you don't have to cruise five times in order to get that little perk. So they keep you wanting to come back because I mean, as they get more and more cruise ships like that are throughout the next couple of years, I mean, there's so much more that you're going to want to do. Mm-hmm. You said you're going on the magic magic. Yeah. Okay. Which is one of the smaller ones. Yep. Nope. I, I do not down the smaller ones at all. It's a great, like, I, I want to go back on the wonder because I went before it was remodeled. Mm. So I want to see the changes and stuff like the Tiana's and which they added at, they went dry docked, I think like six months after I took my first cruise. So but I really want to see that one. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I'm excited to go on the dream, even though it's the sistership to the fantasy, which I've already been on, but we want to go on for Marvel. Yeah. So that's, I that's heard our that that's, goal on that one. That's kind of a hot ticket. Like the, that one, the Marvel is something that people are really seeking after. Yes. Marvel's big right now. Marvel's huge. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. One of the things I was looking into was Castaway Key. Have you been uh, to Castaway Key? Okay. Question for you because I, <laughs> because <laughs> I I'm curious and I, I kind of, I've looked it up, but tell me about Kids Club on Castaway Key. So Scuttles Cove works the same way that the Kids Club does on um, the ship. I actually haven't seen it because you can't tour it like you can mm. the kids clubs on the ship um but scan in the same way with their band they can stay there the entire time that you're on castaway key and then scan out the same way um and they have the same kids a lot of the same kids club attendants work on the island as well um so they'll see familiar faces and stuff like that and they'll have activities to do all day long I'm the only thing I'm not a hundred percent sure of is if they can swim or any do any water activities like that. I don't believe so just for safety. Yeah. I would kind of assume not. I know that there is a kid's area for swimming that has like the whole yeah. like play structure, but it's in the water. Right. Which looks awesome. But I think that's probably <laughs> where families can go together. Yes. Yes. So we didn't end up doing Scuttles Cove when we went the last time, um, just cause my son's three and he's a beach kid and we just decided to hang out on the beach instead. Um, but I highly suggest it, especially with Serenity Bay where it's adults only, you know, if the kids like the kids club, drop them off for a little bit, go enjoy Serenity Bay and then come back and get them and do the beach. But Castaway Key is gorgeous. And Honestly, I would take a double dip at Castaway Key over any other port. <laughs> like, it just makes life easy. Mm -hmm. um, there's other cruise lines have that have their private islands as well. But a lot of the stuff is, again, an extra price. You know, Royal Caribbean charges for the water slides, charges for all the extra activities. Disney, I mean, there are a few things that are extra, of course but most of the island is all included. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing I looked up was the food. It's all included on the island yep. as well. So that's like included in your cruise fare. So you don't have to pay extra to like another company because you're buying a burger on the island instead of going back to the ship to eat. Exactly. And it's different from what's on ship. So you're getting at least a little variety um, to take advantage of while you're there. Yeah. So I think one of the things that we're hoping to do <laughs> because we're going to be taking a three-year-old and she can't like snorkel yet. Um, there's, you know, certain things that she's unable to do, but that's something that like my husband and I really like to do. And so I think we're going to try to do a bunch of family time and like beach time, swimming, yep. sand castles, all that, and then see about sending them to Scuttles Cove for paddle boarding and snorkeling. But uh, I don't know, we're going to have to check out the Serenity Bay because we'll have to at least go over yeah. there if they go in there, maybe grab a drink or something like that. They definitely, they have different food over there. Mm. Um, 
for the adults. They have a barbecue. Um, I mean, they have barbecue on the island anyways, but they have more variety over there. So definitely partake in that a little bit. Um, and then, of course, drinks and all that stuff. Um, trying to think of what else. Um, there's some cool stuff to snorkel if you can on the island, like the ruins and stuff like that, that they have are really fun. Um, and then like strollers are included on the island. So you don't have to bring your own stroller, which is nice to have because um, they have strollers that can actually go through the sand. Hmm. And then you don't have to worry about tracking the sand back with you. So that's a good thing to note. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. I think that's it. I love but that too. I, I do remember just... seeing that about the strollers and I had heard that even the ship has some like on the ship you can maybe rent, but I don't know, like not rent. It's a, I, like, it's included I in the cost. So long it's available. I didn't know about the, on the ship ones. I know it is tough to get around with strollers on the ship. Um, so we usually park ours and, you know, I don't even take it if we go to port really, because just getting in and out of anywhere with the stroller is just a pain, especially if you don't know the port and don't know what you're doing for excursions or what transportation they'll have there and stuff like that. Yeah. Cruise ships are built pretty narrow down those halls. And yeah. as far as storage in your room, I just can't imagine trying to like <laughs> fold it up. This is actually going to be our first trip. I think trying to go without a stroller at all. So, oh my gosh, I will have to report back and let everybody know how it <laughs> went. Cause we are flying with two kids and all our luggage and we're used to using it like basically as a luggage carrier. Right. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. We have not traveled without it yet. So I, I don't know when we'll be there, but I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea, but I just keep thinking, do I really want that too? Like, do I want that also? And my daughter's three, like, is she, I mean, three is pretty young still, but I don't know. I just think like, I think she should be able to get around on the ship. Okay. I might regret it. I might regret my decision, but, <laughs> but we'll find out. <laughs> Other than Serenity Bay, what would be one thing you would highly recommend doing on Castaway Key? Uh, on Castaway Key, um, I would definitely highly recommend, if possible, doing the 5K that um, is no added cost, as far as I know. They mm -hmm. haven't tacked on a price to that. Um, I know it's on the honor system right now, so it's no longer run as like a whole team thing, but you can get off a little bit earlier, get it before it's super hot run that 5k because there there's stuff to see on the island that you won't see necessarily if you don't do the 5k because you're not mm -hmm, going to mm -hmm. walk to the air you know to the air um tarmac and stuff like that you're not going to do that on your own unless you're like renting a bike or something like that mm -hmm. um so that is something i highly recommend and seeing the island before everything everything's been taken off the ship and set up and all that stuff is fun to see. That's something that my daughter and I are going to try to do my five-year-old. Um, 
And I didn't know. So you can, do you get off the ship earlier if you're signed up to do that? Yeah, you get the, you get the earliest. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. That was one thing I thought I might regret not having a stroller for this, but (laughs) she, she's done two other like shorter races before. So I'm like, okay, like even if we like walked, you know, most of it, but she wants to, she wants to do it. And I thought that's so cool. And you get a medal. And you get a little medal. Like how fun. How cool is that? <laughs> that's so cool. And I actually saw um there's um someone that's on YouTube that's I think her name's like running in makeup or something like that. She did a review of the Castaway 5K. And when you go into some of the shops, they have like the merch, like some of the like yeah. t-shirts and stuff. So I'm like, oh, how cute is that? It's definitely fun. I definitely highly recommend doing that just because it's, it's something you don't get to do all the time. When are you ever going to get to run a run Disney race for free? Right. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Those are not cheap. We've done that before. Those are not yeah. cheap. <laughs> what would be your favorite thing about just Disney cruising in general? What do you look forward the, to most? I like having stuff to do for me and stuff to do for the child. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I like that I can do, you know, bingo or trivia or other things for adults. Um, the mixology classes are a lot of fun. Um, but then also he is not sitting there bored mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> like knowing I don't have to feel that mom guilt, like, oh, I have to put him in the childcare and he's going to be so bored and we're on a Disney ship. And, you know, I don't have to feel that way on a Disney ship. Um, I can't say the same for other ships. I've never sailed with him on another ship. Um, but I have that worry about sailing other cruise lines mm-hmm. just because I know how much there is for him aboard Disney. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the fun stuff that we can do together. So you know, going to see the Broadway shows, like that was one thing that he loved even being three, like he still talks about the three shows that we saw and can, you know, wow, pick up pieces and everything. And he like loved it. I didn't think he was going to sit and, you know, enjoy the shows, but he looked forward to that every single time. So knowing that stuff, there's stuff to do together there's stuff to do apart and it's a good balance between the two. Yeah. I think with the younger kids, you never know if they're going to enjoy like alive people, you know, like they're so used to like cartoon world. And so I remember when I was a kid, like I didn't want to see cartoons. I didn't want to see people, (laughs) Um, but they do. They're so engrossed by it. Like they just, they love that. I mean, even, even the shows at Disney world that we've gone to, both girls have just like watched it and watched it and watched it so that's really cool to know and they do so they have like live broadway shows almost every night yeah every night there's some there's at least something every night even on the nights that there's not a broadway show you know you have pirate night and the themed nights and stuff like that like there's just so much to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's hard to like fit it all in and that's what i was thinking i was like oh my gosh so we you know we're doing a four night cruise. And I was like, I know that even this is not going to be like, it's not a long cruise, but I know it's just not going to be enough time to do everything on the cruise that I want to do. Like, I already know my mentality. I want to do everything. I want to see everything. I'll experience everything. And I know it's just not going to happen. So I'm trying to like be okay with that. (laughs) 
<laughs> which is hard, but just set your priorities. Time. Like yeah. what, what is your highest priority and mm-hmm. work your way down. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk a little bit about dining. So Disney does something different with rotational dining. Can you kind of explain that? Yes. So the rotational dining, what they do is they have three main dining rooms and throughout the course of your cruise, whether it's three nights to seven nights, doesn't matter. Um, you rotate dining rooms based on whatever they assign you. And you keep your servers every night. So you get to know the staff, which again is one of those Disney service stars right there because Mm -hmm. they learn what you, if you have allergies, they learn if there's something special that your child likes, you know, to drink because they're on vacation. Or I've seen them give a Shirley Temple with a full bowl of cherries, you know, because the kid likes cherries and their Shirley Temple. So just little aspects throughout your rotations. Um, each one is different themed. So like Animator's Palette, which is on most of the cruise ships, um, you'll have a normal night in there. And then usually they'll do the show night, which is um, more of an interactive experience. And then you also have like on pirate night, if you're in animator's palette, the pirates will take over. So you'll have like a whole different theme to it. Um, And then each ship is a little different, of course. So then you have like another one that will be like a dinner show, so to speak. So like on the wish, it's Rapunzel's, uh, or no, Frozen, sorry. Rapunzel is on one of the other. Magic. Is on the dream magic yeah Um, so you'll get your little dinner show and stuff like that so there's always something going on during your dinner like they are more than accommodating like if you liked the dessert from last night they'll you know try to see if they have leftover or whatever because of course everything's taken into account for the ship you know as a whole when they take off so some things they might run out of but you know if something you liked last night or you know you didn't get to try or anything like that they're really good about accommodating that I'm curious we did um uh my husband and I went to Jamaica and we had like butler service and I remember Mm -hmm. asking him like because we had never had that before and I was like what do you do like what do we ask you to do you know because it was just so foreign to me you know (laughs) And he's like, he said, if you want a shrimp cocktail at 3 p.m. on the beach every day, I will bring it to you. You just need to tell me. And so it starts making me think like with the same servers happening every night, like if you want a Diet Coke with every meal, like every dinner that you go to, can you tell them on the first night and just be like, just bring out that Diet Coke because I'm going to have it every time. Yep. Just a good way to use that. They'll even get it for you ahead of time. So like- Mm -hmm. You can say, hey, we're, you know, we tend to run a little late or, you know, like that type of thing. Or, you know, we're here, we're going to be here every night at this time. They'll have your Diet Coke sitting on the table. Like it's there, it's ready to go. Um, A lot of the times they just 
you know, get in the habit. My son is a condiment king. So he likes every condiment there is. I had a whole plate of condiments for him every <laughs> night. No, not even knowing what he was going to eat yet, but he had his condiments ready to go. So that way when his food came out, it was good to go. We didn't have to wait around or anything like that. Something that they also do, which most cruises do is at early or late dining time. Right. Which is, so I always recommend doing the early time for those with younger kids, of course, because we know trying to get them to eat <laughs> and all that stuff amongst excitement is just can turn into disaster if it gets too late. Um, but what's nice is that the shows, you're not going to miss out on the shows just because you had a later dinner or an earlier dinner. You just kind of swap your times. So if you're the early dinner, you're going to the later shows. If you're the later dinner, you're going to the earlier shows. And I mean, for young families, I think that aboard Disney, the port things don't interfere as much as other cruises. I mean, a lot of people go on other cruises to be able to go on the excursions and go do their things at port and mm. all that stuff. So they don't take into account doing dinner as a priority or anything like that. But when you're on a Disney ship, I think the younger crowd and stuff like that, I think they do prioritize, you know, dinner is part of the show and part of what we're doing and part of our routine. So it just kind of um, flows a little bit better. Yeah. So in all reality, those performers are doing two shows a night because they're yep. going to be performing early for the late dinner crew and then late for the early dinner crew. Not to mention that they're working all day long too, because they are also friends of characters and they mm. are also um, character attendants and mm -hmm. entertainment on the ship and helping with the port adventures and all that stuff. So they're wow. working mm -hmm. hours and hours and hours a day. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Let's talk about one other thing that's unique to Disney cruises is pirate night. Yes. Pirate night. So everybody dresses up. The ship gets taken over by um, pirates. So you have special characters. You have, um, aside from the pirate characters that come to the ship, you also have the character, your regular characters dressed up as pirates mm -hmm. partaking in the activities and people go, you know, from maybe just wearing their bandana that they got on the ship because you're given a bandana that night um, for the pirate takeover. But a lot of, some people go completely all out and do the whole costume and everything. Um, we did Captain Hook and Smee the last time. I just wore a blue, blue and white striped dress with you know, little red bandana and my son dressed up as Captain Hook. So um, it's just fun. And then yeah. there's fireworks on the ship. Like what other cruise line has fireworks? I don't think any. It's not going to happen, which is another touch of Disney um, because that was one of Walt's things is he wanted that kiss goodnight for all his guests. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's on the ship. Uh, but it's just so fun to see. Like, you're on top of a cruise ship and here's, here's fireworks happening in the middle of the ocean. 
So awesome. Yeah. So one thing I learned too, when looking for the Bippity Boppity Boutique for my daughters was that on pirate night, Bippity Boppity Boutique turns into a pirate makeover. Yes. So you, so you can get made over. In- <laughs> no, you cannot be a princess. You can be a pirate princess. <laughs> yeah. But yes. That is so cool. Yeah. Something I'm looking forward to. I am definitely an all-in type of person. I love to bound when I can at Disney World. Yep. So I have been strategically planning outfits, you know, for the last two months, basically for my entire family <laughs> to do. And we're also doing ours, our cruises Halloween on the high seas. So oh, we're yay. also going to have Halloween <laughs> and pirates and, you know, just all of it. So, um, that's going to be really fun, but I have, what I have seen, you know, when people have posted their pirate costumes, it is like, they're all out. Like they are like boots yes. and pants. And I'm like, I'm going to be like hot and sweaty. So I don't know if I'll be doing all that, but like, we'll be close. <laughs> yes. It's so much fun though. Like it's, and that's another thing about Disney is you can go all in and you don't have to feel like you're, you know, you know, you're not standing out. Mm-hmm. so to speak you're if you're going all out you're just going all out like the rest of the people around you yeah. like everybody's just as crazy as you are <laughs> love it it's so true though oh my gosh so fun any last things that you want to maybe mention about Disney cruising that we haven't touched on? I know there's probably so many things but oh my gosh there's so many things <laughs> I could go into um but I mentioned like the mixology like mm. if that's something that you're interested in sign up for those things early because those will sell out. You can still get some on the ship um, because people will cancel and stuff like that. Um, And spa packages. The Mm. spa on board is phenomenal. Um, And even if you just do like the rainforest room, Mm -hmm. um, actually a little tip, a lot of people sign up to do the rainforest room so that way they can have a bigger shower. So if you have somebody that's super tall, you know, super tall husband or super tall member of the family, whatever, or you are staying five in the room and you want to be able to take a shower at a separate time, having the little rainforest pass, you can go take a shower and not tie up the one bathroom. And that's something you also sign up for on the ship or is that something you can pre-book? On the ship, at the spa, as soon as you Mm -hmm, get on board. mm -hmm. Yeah. So I ended up during my frenzy of signing up for things I ended up signing up for three different massage packages and canceled two of them but (laughs) because I was such in a panic that I missed out on stuff but the first one was like I don't know it was it was like almost like four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars it was like a huge couples package I don't know what all it included I think a whole day like in the spa if you wanted to be right Um, I ended up canceling that one because I was like oh that's a little that's a little much for us and then I had one booked um at Serenity Bay on Castaway Key Island and I ended up canceling that one because I was like I just don't know if I want to be hot and sweaty yeah massage because it's an outside cabana I think yeah and so the one I ended up keeping was at Serenity's or not Serenity spot what is the census is it census is the name of the census spot on the ship and from the pictures it looks like heaven like literally the whole you're like in the front of the ship so the whole thing is windows and then they've got the two massage tables. So that is the one that I've kept so far. I am very much looking forward to that one. Um, and then we also signed up for right now. Um, I think it's called stem to stern wine tasting or wine. It's one of the mixology. Yeah. Like, it's in those like kinds of classes 
but I couldn't get the mixology one. And there was a whiskey one that I thought uh, my husband would really enjoy. But when you sign up too late, sometimes there's only like one person's spot available. So if you're in a party of two or more, like we can't, we couldn't get into any of those. So they're still throwing some available, but it's literally like one slot. So um, we might check that on the ship and see if we can get any of those other ones, but those are margarita one is really good. Oh yeah. That one would be margarita. One's a good one. The whiskey one I've heard is really good. Um, Mm -hmm. and then there's a champagne uh, one too. I haven't done the champagne one. I've done another one where you make multiple drinks. Mm -hmm. That might just be that mixology one. Yeah. That one might just be the standard mixology. That one's fun. Um, but I think margarita one is probably my favorite that I've done so far. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be looking at if anything else comes available when we get on the, on the ship to see if I can move something around, but yeah. Okay. We, you signed up to do a trivia question. So yay! I have <laughs> trivia questions and basically, um, this is just helping to donate to make a wish foundation okay. and, and the, the operating cost of the podcast. So, and for me, anything that comes into the podcast, 33% is going back out to make a wish foundation, uh, which is really fun. So That's I have amazing. three. Yeah. Thank you. Three categories that you can choose from. One is in the parks. One is movies and one is history. Two history. Okay. So my question for you is what I feel like this is history. If it doesn't seem like history, then we'll change it. But what is <laughs> Minnie Mouse's real first name? Is it Minerva? It is. It is, right? Minerva. Good job. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, I feel like I know this, but it's it's one of those things you don't think about often because you're always thinking Mortimer yes. or Mickey and, yeah. you know, Lily changing it and stuff like that. Yep. Never thinking about Minnie. Minerva. Minnie. Yep. Minerva. Minnie Mouse. Good job. Yeah. You win. Okay. And then I also wanted to ask you, where can people find you? And then you might have a special offer for listeners. Yes. So they can find me on Instagram at love that journey travel. Um, just like it, you know, spelled out just the way it sounds. Um, You can also find me on Facebook at that same address as well. Um, I don't have a current website. I am working on building that as I've added tons and tons and tons of destinations besides Disney. Um, So I'm trying to figure out the best way to lay that all out. Um, And then special offer, if people book a Disney vacation with me, I will do $50 off your deposit. So um, that counts for any type of Disney vacation, whether you want Disney World, Disneyland, Disneyland Paris, um, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. I'll take $50 off and that's just from me, not any special offer through Disney or through Believe Vacations, which is who I work under as my host agency. So do you have a place for people to contact you where they can put that Jack of All Things Disney podcast? Yes. So my link tree in my bio on Instagram. And I'll put it in the, I'll put it in the show notes and the description on um, YouTube. And then last question about that is, is there an end date? (laughs) Um, We can say through 
October 31st. Okay. So through Halloween. Okay. That'd be great. All right. Okay. So, and I will put all your links too, so people can find you and follow you and see all your fun Disney content. Do you have a trip coming up? I do. I will be, so I am a surrogate currently and I will be 30 weeks in a few weeks. So I am doing my baby moon by myself at the Grand Floridian with Mickey's Not So Scary. I'm doing the Destination D23 and I am doing my maternity photos with the Roots Photography um, while I am there. So that very excited. <laughs> absolutely amazing. That is absolutely amazing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I'm having my little, my little getaway, treating myself. And I do have a spa day planned as well at the Grand Floridian, but who knows? I might cancel it. Who knows? Yeah. We'll yeah. See. <laughs> see how you're feeling by that time. Exactly. Amazing. So if you post about it, I'm sure people will be curious to see how that goes. Yes. I will be sharing a lot that weekend. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kira, for joining today. Thank you for having me, Jill. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun yeah. talking about Disney. Of course. And we'll see you next time, right? <laughs> That's right. Thank you so much for joining today. As you heard, Kira is offering a $50 discount for listeners when they input the Jack of All Things Disney podcast and book their next trip uh, by October 31st of 2023. If you're thinking about booking a Disney trip, whether it's land or sea, definitely check out Kira's page. You can click the link below. She is a wealth of knowledge. Disney travel agents are usually the best. And if you are any sort of Disney fanatic like I am, it's fun to have these conversations with your Disney travel agent and find somebody who matches your energy. You know, find somebody who is going to go after those answers as aggressively as you do. And I feel like that is what makes that relationship work so well. Until next time, 